Welcome to the Sky Society Podcast, the place where dream careers come true. I'm your host, founder and CEO of Sky Society, Natalie Peters. Prepare for smiles, tears, surprises, and epic takeaways. This podcast is for the ambitious woman who wants it all and wants it real. We're diving deep with relatable and dreamy guests who are showing you what actually matters when it comes to starting and accelerating your career so you can make your dream job your real job. Let's make it happen. Welcome back to another episode of the Sky Society podcast. Today, I will be the only guest on, I'm not having, I'm not interviewing a guest for today's podcast episode because we are going to focus on a question that I get asked all of the time, which is how to stand out in job applications. This is something that I consistently get asked. And so I wanted to create an episode dedicated to answering that. So hopefully this will help those of you who are applying to jobs, who are considering going back on the job market because of recent layoffs. I'm gonna, I have um, some notes here. I'm going to kind of share some of my favorite Sky Society tips that will help you stand out in your job applications. So we're going to go through your resume, cover letter, your LinkedIn profile, and then some Sky Society secrets. So we have a lot to cover in this episode. I'm specifically going to talk about standing out in job applications when you are feeling at a disadvantage because of lack of experience. So that is the angle that I'm going to take when I'm sharing all of this advice, but also be aware that this can be helpful in any stage of your job search. But I am going to focus on giving tips for those who feel like lack of experience is holding them back. So let's get into it. We're going to start with your resume. This is where I see, so a lot of girls right now, if you're not already in our Sky Society Women in Marketing LinkedIn group, it's a private LinkedIn group. As of the time of me recording this episode, we have about 6,000 women in that group. It's a really awesome resources resource, so make sure you check it out. Um, a lot of girls share their resumes in there, and so I get to see a huge, huge range of different types of resumes. So I'm going to share some tips that if you make to your resume immediately, should help you stand out in your job applications. Again, I know when you guys are applying to jobs, specifically in marketing, it's easy to see like, you know, 300 people have already applied to this job. So we want to do everything we can to help you stand out. And your resume is a huge part of that. So first, your resume should only be one page. There's no reason it should be more than one page. And for each work experience, you should have between two and maybe five or six bullet points. That's your range. The average is three bullet points per work experience. But for maybe your, you know, if you have an experience that's not related to the industry you want to get into, like a waitressing experience, you can maybe only put two bullet points for that. And if you have a specific dedicated marketing internship, you really want to talk about that you did a lot of that, you can put up to six bullet points for that. But overall, it should be one page. That may mean that you have to take off work experience, but that's okay because that's what your LinkedIn profile is for. But your resume should just be one page. Additionally, each of those bullet points for your work experience should only be one line. Sometimes I see girls that have a bullet point under, you know, talking about their work experience and each bullet point is like three lines. You want each bullet point to be a very singular and simple idea that focuses on results. So you're not just saying that you helped create social media content, but you're saying that you created social media content to increase followers by 7% month over month or to drive um, an increase in impressions by... 200%, but we want to include results wherever we can. Numbers are going to make your resume stand out so much more. And we want each of those bullet points to be one line. And then we want our font size to be between 10 and 12. I know this is a lot of like nitty gritty details. You can, you know, come back and listen to these, but that is one that I see girls make 
a mistake all of the time is that they want to fit all of their work experience on there or everything on there. So they make their font size teeny tiny and it may look good on the, you may think it looks good on the computer, but oftentimes your font size is just way too small. So typically between 10 and 12 is a good sweet spot. You want to have simple formatting. You want to think that you want your resume to be easily skimmable. Um, so recruiters can quickly go through and see if you have the qualities that they're looking for before doing a deeper dive into your profile as a whole. So those are some basics. We have a resume globe guide on our website. It's free. It's like, it's huge. Check it out. I go into way more depth on resume, like tips, templates, examples, all specifically to the entry-level marketing role. So check that out. It's on our website. But, but those are just kind of some basic tips that I see girls make, make mistakes on. Another thing I want to talk about when it comes to resumes is customizing your resume. So customizing resume for each specific job. This is proven to be one of the number one tactics that recruiters say will help applicants stand out in the job search. There's two tools I really love. I'll talk about the one that's kind of most prevalent right now all over news and social media, which is ChatGPT. That's a really great resource. What's tricky there is figuring out the right prompts. I don't enjoy using ChatGPT to rewrite your resume. We're going to get into cover letters. I don't want it to write your cover letter for you because I think that companies are going to start catching on and having, they can also, the softwares that exist that can look at a resume and cover letter and say whether or not it was written by AI. So we don't want to use it to write it, but we can use it as a supplemental tool like an editor. And so one of my favorite prompts I like to ask ChatGPT is I'll say, you are a resume editor. I will give you my resume and a job description, rewrite the bullet points for my work experience to incorporate keywords from the job description. Each bullet point should be no longer than 12 to 14 words. Please explain which keywords you are incorporating. You can tweak it a little bit, but why I like using it that way is because I want it to rewrite specific work experience sentences. I want it to incorporate keywords from the job description. Um, I put a length on how long I want the line, the sentence to be because that's how long it typically is until it becomes two lines. And then I tell Jeff Cheap Chat GPT to give me an explanation so I can understand why it made the changes it did to the bullet point. So then I could go in with the human touch and make sure it sounds okay. Another tool I like using is JobScan. We pay for it for all of our Sky Society Accelerator students to have access to, but I'm pretty sure there's also a free version. But essentially what it does is you upload your resume, you upload a job description, and it'll give you a percentage match, like what percent you match for that job, and it'll tell you how to become a better match for that job. It'll go through the different keywords that you can incorporate into your resume as well. That reminds me of another prompt you can ask ChatGPT is you could give ChatGPT a job description and say, can you tell me the five most common keywords using this job description? And then it'll give you a list and then you can just incorporate those keywords into your resume. Okay, so we have some good resume tips. We understand customization. For customization, also be mindful that it's probably not reasonable for you to spend a lot of time customizing each resume for each job description or else you're never going to apply to enough jobs. But those tools, ChatGPT and JobScan can make it a lot easier. All right, jumping into cover letters. So should you submit a cover letter? Should you not submit a cover letter? Is the effort worth it? Should I just have ChatGPT write my cover letter? I get a ton of questions like that. It's a hard one to answer as well. But for those of you who are looking to stand out in the job search, you need to be doing everything you possibly can to stand out. And I think a cover letter is one of those. ChatGPT is a really great resource. However, again, I told you that just to be wary that companies may, you know, they know that ChatGPT exists now and they may be like, okay, she didn't write this. An AI wrote it. 
I do like being specific with prompts if I am asking ChatGPT to write a cover letter. So I could say, write me a persuasive cover letter that highlights my previous work experience. Like you can't just say, write me a cover letter for this job. You need to be specific, right? Um, I could do a whole nother podcast episode on how to use ChatGPT correctly, but I'm not gonna dive into that right now. But just know that the more specific you are, the better you're going to get. You can even tell ChatGPT like which skills from the job description you want highlighted in your cover letter and what specific work experiences you want highlighted, but that is one option. The key thing with your cover letter is that it's gonna be worthless if you're not customizing it for each job because the companies just aren't gonna spend their time reading it. They, they see that you didn't make it for them. The other risk with cover letters is that if you spend too much time on the cover letter, you are just wasting your time. Potentially, if you're spending an hour or two writing a bunch of cover letters that maybe companies aren't reading, so I really like having a Mad Libs template. So I used to have a Mad Libs template that I would give out and it basically kind of goes in that kind of having the sentence structure of talking about a work experience that you did. That's the first sentence, you know, talk about what you did. The second is what you learned and how you grew. And then the third sentence is why it matters to that company. So I previously had an internship with, uh, Rare Beauty, where I was in charge of collaborating with TikTok influencers to create UGC video content. I was, you know, what did you, what was the result? What did you learn? I was able to collaborate with 50 TikTok influencers with a combined reach of 10 million to drive X amount of money in sales. This will, uh, you know, this gives me the experience to take on, and then you can kind of talk about one of the responsibilities in the job description or something that they're looking for. And you can kind of tie in like why what you've done and what you've learned from that internship will then then help you at this next role. So I like that three sentence combo and I'll typically do that for two work experiences. So having like an intro saying that you're excited about the role, then one paragraph talking about one work experience, another paragraph talking about another work experience and how you grew from it and then kind of a closer. And I think that's a simple way to be able to churn out quick cover letters. They don't need to be a full page. They don't need to be crazy long, but I do think they're a really cool way to stand out. Okay, let's go into LinkedIn profiles. So I feel like this is such an underrated area that people do not spend enough time on. But if you're applying to jobs on LinkedIn, you need to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is absolutely the best it can possibly be. Also, once I have a lot of my students in our Sky Society Accelerator redo their LinkedIn profiles, they will start getting contacted by recruiters for roles because they're now discoverable by recruiters. So it is hugely important. Your LinkedIn profile, the first thing is make sure that you have bullet points under each of your work experiences. I see a lot of people add the companies. They'll add that they were at a company for a certain amount of time, but they won't actually put a description of what they did at that company. You could literally just copy and paste what you have on your resume under each work experience in LinkedIn. And that is huge. The reason why is because LinkedIn is a search engine and you need to have keywords in your profile to be discovered by recruiters. Okay, so having all of those work experiences, having detailed descriptions of what you did will help you rank. The other thing for each of your work experiences is that you could add key skills that you utilize at each of those roles. So if you go in and you go to each of those work experiences, you could highlight key skills. Make sure you do that as well. Okay, so that's for work experience. Make sure it's up to date. You can also add things like media. You can attach media. So if you wrote blog posts at one internship or one previous work experiences, you can link those blog posts and that helps your LinkedIn profile look very full. At the top, making sure that you have a professional profile photo. We all know the drill, professional header image. 
that your title also has keywords. So your keywords mean the most in your kind of like subheading or your title. So you could say, let's say you're looking for a marketing coordinator role. I probably put marketing coordinator in your headline and you can put in like different keywords. We've done a lot of content around what to put in your LinkedIn headline and your LinkedIn about section and bio. So I'm not going to dive too much into that. I just want to make it clear that your LinkedIn profile should be up to date and you should be spending a lot of time on it. And I want you to think about the SEO component of it and that having keywords really matters and it matters the most in your headline. So make sure you have keywords that you want to rank for, keywords around the jobs that you want to have. Putting them in your about section is also a really great place to put them. Getting recommendations is also a really incredible way to stand out on your job application. Most people don't have recommendations on their LinkedIn profile. It's really easy to ask for, for recommendations within LinkedIn. So make sure you are also doing that. And just looking at all the different sections. I, I For my accelerator graduates, they all have a featured section on their LinkedIn profile. You could add that section to your profile. There they have their portfolio linked. And it's really big and it's highlighted on their, on their LinkedIn profiles. So make sure it's up to date. This will allow you to get reached out to by recruiters. Plus, if you're doing LinkedIn easy apply jobs, this is really going to help. Okay, we covered the basics that most people kind of look to when they're looking to stand out in their job application. So you can customize your resume, talk about some cover letter tips and how to make sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date. Now I'm going to go into some Sky Society secrets that I love to share and give you some tips here that maybe are a little bit more unique. The first thing is if you are applying to marketing jobs, make sure you are in our Sky Society Women in Marketing LinkedIn group. If you just search that on LinkedIn, it'll pop up. It's a private group because it's specifically for women in marketing, but we post a job board in there every single week with entry-level marketing jobs and we sort them by the experience required. So we'll say it requires one year of experience or zero years of experience or two years of experience. And we focus on roles that don't require a lot of experience. It's a really awesome resource, a really great secret to take advantage of. Okay, the second thing is making sure to follow up to jobs that you apply to. So when you apply to a job on LinkedIn, go find the hiring manager or someone that works there and send them a follow-up message, letting them know that you are very, very interested in that role. That is something that most people don't do, but a lot of my accelerator students that do that have a ton of success. It's just a simple LinkedIn connection message, letting them know that you applied and are excited about the role or maybe that you have any questions. But doing that really shows that you are going above and beyond to express your interest in the role. So following up with the hiring manager, even if you haven't heard back from them, just to let them know that you are very excited and committed to this role. In that same vein are coffee chats. So reaching out to people on LinkedIn that are working at companies that you want to work at or in positions that you want to work at and just asking if you can learn about them and their career and, and ask some questions. People love to talk about themselves. And don't go in there with an ask. Like don't go in there with, hey, can you refer me to a role at your company? Because no one likes that. No one wants to refer a total stranger. But if you actually go in and you start building your relationships and building your network, then they will likely offer that. Or in the future, you know, you do a coffee chat now and a couple of months later, then it's a little bit more natural for you to ask for a referral. But those are also really, really awesome ways to stand out. One that you can do is if you apply to a job, you can go look on LinkedIn and the company page and see who works in their marketing team. And then send someone a message and say, hey, I just applied to, uh, you know, the marketing coordinator role at your company. I'd love to learn more about your role and what you do there. And most people will accept. So, okay, LinkedIn following up portfolios. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is probably one of the biggest things that helps our accelerator graduates stand out in 
um, their job application. So if you don't already know, we have an accelerator where we focus on helping women get experience in marketing and build career skills to help them get their first full-time job in marketing. We've been doing it for almost three years now. One of the best things that the girls get out of this accelerator is their marketing portfolios. So throughout the accelerator, they, they get a ton of experience to fill up their portfolios and then we help them build really, really nice marketing portfolios. I recommend this to everyone who is on the job hunt. It is the best investment you will make in your job applications because most people don't do it because it's hard. And if you do it, you are going to be standing out from the other applicants. It is such a great way to stand out. We have a ton of templates that we've shared in the Sky Society Women in Marketing LinkedIn group. If you just search portfolio, um, you'll see posts that we've made with portfolio templates. So definitely check that out. It's a really great way to showcase the work that you've done instead of just talking about what you've done and to really give a company a good idea of the type of work they can expect from you. So I, I just can't talk enough about how much I love cover letters. I think that's a really, really incredible way to stand out in your job applications. Another unique way to stand out in your job applications is doing what I like to call ultra customized resumes. So let's say you're applying to a job as Pinterest. Instead of just doing the standard resume customization where you add some keywords from the job description, you are going to completely customize your resume for that role. So maybe you make your resume look like a Pinterest board and you design it in Canva. Or you're playing a role on TikTok and you make your resume look like the TikTok feed. Um, doing ultra, ultra customized resumes that may take you a couple extra hours to create, but if they're in the right hands, they could go a long way in helping you stand out because you're showing them like, I am, you know, I'm willing to go above and beyond for this role and do what it takes to succeed. So those are another... That's another really, really great way to stand out is doing those resumes. Okay, I've covered a ton in this episode so far, and I'm gonna just take a little pause to do a recap because I think that I am hopefully not bombarding you all with information here. There's just so much I, I love chatting about within this area. I think when, so here we're talking specifically about the getting the interview piece, right? Once you have the interview, there's a ton of other things you can do to stand out in the interview process. Here we're specifically talking about the job application process. One last thing I'll add here is that don't just apply to jobs on LinkedIn. I think a lot of people just solely focus on LinkedIn. There are other places to look for jobs. Indeed is a great one. I love Google jobs. I feel like that is so underrated. I will often find jobs that aren't listed on Google or Indeed on Google jobs because it aggregates all of the jobs from all the different job search sites, just similar to flights, right? Would you go to United and just look at United flights? and then go to American and then just look at American flights, you're probably going to Google because Google is going to show you all the different flights from all the different airlines. Same thing for jobs. When you go to Google jobs, you're going to see all the different jobs from all the different job search sites like Glassdoor, Monster, Handshake. So I love Google jobs, but make sure you expand where you're looking for jobs. But all of these things coming together with your applications are all awesome ways to stand out. One of the biggest questions I get asked, again, I, I try to cater this towards if you have lack of experience because all of these things are ways that you can level up yourself as an applicant without you know, having a ton of experience on your resume. Again, I do get that question though a lot is like, if you don't have a lot of experience, how can I stand out on a job application? And I would say focusing on that portfolio piece is probably gonna be your biggest asset because you can do mock projects in there as well and say, you know, if I was the social media coordinator for for Glossier, this is how their social media would look like. And you can do before and after social media transformations or, you know, before and after email newsletter templates, or you can go in there and do mock projects to really showcase how you 
you know, showcase how you would work and the type of work that they can expect from you if you lack that ex quantifiable experience on your resume. All right. If you have questions on anything I covered in this episode, please don't be afraid to ask me on LinkedIn or post in our LinkedIn group. I'm happy to go more in depth. I feel like I just touched quite briefly on all of these topics, but they could be their own episodes entirely. That's something that I, I love chatting about because I think that this stuff really helps you when it comes to applying to jobs. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Those also go a really long way in helping us grow our community and grow our LinkedIn group. And if you're not in our LinkedIn group, definitely come and join and say hi. It's a really awesome community to be a part of. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening and I will see you in next week's episode where we will be back with another featured guest. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. You can also join our private LinkedIn group for women in marketing. It's called Sky Society Women in Marketing and you are welcome to join us on LinkedIn. And you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at skysociety.co for more information on all things marketing and career. And I'll see you in the next episode.